What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Jimmy Mullen Podcast. We are officially in the year 2023, so I just want to say I uh, hope you all had a very happy new year. I hope your holiday season was great. And now that that stuff has started to wind down, it is time to discuss the year going forward. In regards to stuff that I am most anticipating for this year, in regards to not only movies, but also some shows, some video games, some new music, all sorts of stuff like that. So I figured we'd take a look at some of that stuff today and I give my thoughts on some upcoming things uh, that are coming out. So uh, I wanted to do something like this last year, uh, but I think it was because I got sick around that time or I just wasn't thinking of it. I don't know, but I, I feel like I should have done it for 2022, um, but I didn't, uh, but I'm going to do it for uh, every year going forward. So I uh, hope you guys are excited. But before we get into that, of course, I uh, just want to say thank you to all of the people who have come uh, from the more recent episodes, I've gotten a couple of new subs, a couple of new followers. Just want to say thank you uh, for sticking around, whether you came from the Newport podcast or the podcast with Danny Cassell or uh, any of the other ones I've done pretty recently. I uh, just want to say thank you for sticking around and I hope you guys enjoy uh, me talking about things I'm looking forward to this year. So we're going to start with video games because uh, there's not that much here. So I'm just going to get them out of the way real quick. Um, we're getting a deluxe port of Kirby's Return to Dreamland, or even a remake almost, uh, for the Switch. Uh, this was a game that came out in 2010, I believe, for the Wii, and I love it. It's one of my favorite Kirby games I've ever played. I've played it a shit ton with my friends, and although I've never beaten the game, I love it. Uh, from what I have played, I got pretty far in it with a couple friends of mine. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love Kirby as a whole. Uh, so naturally, of course, I'm excited about one of my favorite video games being ported to the Switch and even got a facelift as well. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. That comes out in February. Also from Nintendo coming out this year is the new Zelda game, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I still need to beat Breath of the Wild, and I plan on doing that beforehand. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to finish it uh, by the time the new game comes out in early May. Uh, this is going to be Nintendo's biggest game uh, coming up, and uh, as a diehard Nintendo fan, uh, I'm looking to finally go to a midnight launch and actually buy the game, because I went to the midnight launch for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in Nintendo New York City, uh, and I didn't get the game that night, because you needed a reservation, so I'm going to do my best to get a reservation uh, for this event when it happens. I'm also going to not make it a last-minute thing. I'm going to actually plan it out, so uh, you might see some content coming in May, uh, for the main channel pretty soon uh, in like five months from now. I don't, I don't know. Is that is that pretty soon? It's going to feel like that. It's going to come by like in a snap and all of a sudden we're going to be in May. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the new Zelda. Uh, the trailers look pretty promising. Uh, I still need to go back and finish Breath of the Wild. Uh, and then, uh, and I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll keep you guys updated on these podcasts uh, on the uh, Jimmy Rambles things I'm going to be doing monthly. Uh, maybe I'll fill you guys in on what I've been playing and hopefully if it's Zelda, uh, I can give you guys that. So, uh, also from Nintendo, uh, we're getting Pikmin 4 after all of these years of waiting. Uh, there was a 10 year gap between the release of Pikmin 2 and 3 and now there's a nearly 10 year gap between the release of Pikmin 3 and 4. Uh, despite Miyamoto saying in an interview back in 2015 that Pikmin 4 was finished, and with the Switch being out for almost six years, we still haven't gotten it, but we did get the official announcement a few months back uh, from Miyamoto-san 
And uh, I'm really excited for this. I didn't really play much of Pikmin 3, but I watched uh, Chugga Conroy's playthrough of it, uh, and I loved it. Uh, I just didn't get around to actually playing it myself. Uh, but it is on the Switch, so if you want to get yourself some Pikmin knowledge and experience uh, before this new game, that one is out on the Switch. Uh, I did get it not too long ago, so I am planning on going back to that as well. Uh, there is no release date for the game just yet, but uh, the gameplay looks really cool in regards to the cinematic that they showed in that little teaser. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they do with this game, and I can't wait to play it. Some other games that are coming out this year that I may not play right away, uh, but they are games I am interested in. Uh, we're getting a sequel to Spider-Man PS4 that's going to combine both Peter Parker's world and Miles Morales' world. Uh, also, Street Fighter Six is coming out this year, as well as a remake for Resident Evil 4, uh, which uh, that game, I believe, was exclusive to the GameCube when it came out. Then they put it out on the Wii, and more recently, they put it out on every platform. They've also been going back and remaking a bunch of Resident Evil games, so uh, I want to see what they do with this one. Uh, the fourth one I've heard is pretty popular. I actually do own it on the Wii because I got it pretty cheap at a convention. It's one of the many games in my collection I have not gotten to yet, but it's something I will get to eventually. Uh, but yeah, the remake looks pretty cool from what I've seen. And uh, yeah, I hope it's good when it comes out. I'm sure it will be. And that's honestly all I have for video games. Uh, I'm not really much of an avid video game player. I mean, I, I always have been in regards to Nintendo, but I haven't really spread my interests out to other things. Uh, I only more recently got into PlayStation stuff, and I'm only scratching the surface with that. Uh, so there's not much here, of course, but um, it, it's something, I guess. Uh, I, I still do play video games, just not as often as I used to. Uh, in regards to music, uh, there are a couple albums I do have uh, because of a, a couple uh, compilation lists I saw, of, like the 20 most anticipated albums of the year. And a lot of them are just kind of up in question uh, because the way music releases is a lot different from like a movie where they give you a release date like years in advance or, or something like that. Um, so it's kind of like debatable whether or not an artist will actually drop. Uh, you kind of just have to look at patterns as well as more recent things that go on uh, with the promotion of said artist's work. Um, so I do have a couple of things listed here that were from those lists, along with some stuff that I would personally just like to see this year. First up, a new Paramore album is supposedly coming out this year. Uh, I do like Paramore from what I've listened to. Uh, definitely have only scratched the surface when it comes to their discography. Paramore music, usually when it comes out, uh, is pretty promising. And they do have a couple hits that come out of each project, and they're bangers. So uh, I, I can't imagine that we won't get something really great from them this time around, because we usually do. Uh, there's also a new Gorillaz album coming out this year, supposedly. Uh, I have only scratched the surface with Gorillaz as well. But uh, from what I have listened to, I love. And I can't wait to see what this new one is all about. That's another thing for this year. I want to go through artists' discographies from like multiple different artists and just listen to a lot of their shit that I just haven't heard or anything. There are plenty of artists that I need to do this with. And I'm definitely going to make some of these artists a priority because of their new stuff and because of my curiosity as well. Travis Scott's Utopia could possibly come out this year, uh, maybe even on like the five-year anniversary of Astroworld because we are coming up on that already. 2018 was five years ago. I know. That's crazy. Um, it, it, just, it just might be. We might be finally getting it. I think the controversy with Travis Scott has kind of dwindled down in regards to the Astroworld Fest 
uh, disaster that happened. Of course, at least 10 people passed away uh, from the overcrowding at that event. Uh, and I guess the legal stuff has kind of died down at this point. So I guess he's looking to finally drop something. He's been he's been dropping stuff with Pharrell and Drake and 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. So he's been doing billboards as well. I've seen them in pictures and stuff. So it is only a matter of time before we find out more about this album. And it's probably going to be big. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. As big as Astroworld was and how monumental that was uh, for the time, uh, I think that this one will probably blow Astroworld out of the water, but we shall see. Maybe a new Rihanna album this year? Uh, she finally dropped music for the first time in six years uh, for the Black Panther soundtrack, so uh, it's it's not out of the possibilities. Uh, I would love to see new Rihanna music come out. That would be amazing. Uh, she's a wonderful artist. We need more Rihanna. It's been too long. I know she's got a lot going on. Now she's got a kid, but like, please... Could we be getting a new Tyler, the Creator album this year? The past couple releases have been biannual in regards to getting Flower Boy in 2017 and Igor in 2019 and Call Me If You Get Lost in 2021. So now that we're in 2023, we might just possibly get a new project from Tyler. And if not, that's fine because that means that he's working really hard on it and we could maybe go another year without a Tyler album because that way when it does drop, It'll be amazing. That's just wishful thinking, though. And that's just me basing things off of patterns. But, uh, of course, I'm still hoping for a new Tyler album this year. And, of course, we can't go into a new year without hoping and praying for a new Frank Ocean album. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But a man can dream. I only first listened to his music a couple of years back. And I have become so infatuated with Channel Orange and Blonde especially i think they are phenomenal projects and i, I just i need more I, i've been starving for new frank ocean please in regards to shows there's a lot to cover in regards to specifically marvel and star wars the mandalorian season three is set to finally release this year uh following the events of the book of boba fett now showing us that grogu has gone back to mando uh, i'm really anticipating this third season the show has been amazing so far in regards to world building and introducing a bunch of animated characters into live action specifically characters like Bo-Katan and Cad Bane and Ahsoka Tano and seeing this westernized Star Wars journey with a Mandalorian and a baby Yoda has been some of the best shit to ever come out of Star Wars and who would have thought also the Ahsoka series is coming out this year um it would have sold me alone just on the fact that we're getting a live-action Ahsoka because Rosaria Dawson has done such a good job as the character. Some Star Wars Rebels characters are also popping up in this show, which gets me pretty excited. I haven't seen that show in its entirety, but I do plan on watching it this year. And honestly, if you had told me that Hayden Christensen was coming back as Anakin, that would have sold me alone because that's exactly what happened with the Obi-Wan series. But now that we're getting him back again and we're going to see him interact with Ahsoka in live-action... That's pretty crazy, especially since Ahsoka was not in the prequel movies and only a part of the Clone Wars animated show and Star Wars Rebels. And now in live action with stuff like The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, I'm honestly really hyped to see where this show goes. I, I don't know exactly where it could go, but there's tons of stuff to explore. There's a lot we also don't know about the character. There's probably plenty of action on the way, and I can't wait to see it all unfold. As for Marvel shows, there's quite a bit coming out this year, but a little bit less, thankfully, than in 2021 and 2022. Not in regards to I'm sick of Marvel, but I feel like we're getting a little too much 
a little too fast. So uh, thankfully, they're spreading things out in regards to live action shows a little bit. To start out, though, we are getting season two of What If? And while I love the premise of this series, the presentation itself just wasn't all there. I feel like they, if they were given more time, they could have pulled off something way better, especially the Tony Stark on Sakaar episode that was cut for time. It even got a Lego set, and I was like really hyped for that episode because that sounded like a really cool premise, especially since I love Thor Ragnarok. And I was pretty disappointed when they cut it for time and then they just threw Gamora in with Thanos armor and you kind of just had to go with it. It was a little confusing. Honestly, I thought I missed an episode. I was like, wait, what, what's happening here? But no, they, they cut it for time, which is which is unfortunate. But they, they went with the finale they had anyway. So it made things a little confusing. Of course, a lot of this wasn't really their fault. It was mainly just due to the pandemic and having deadlines and already having pushed the show as far back as they had. Um... I guess it was bound to happen. I just hope that we get some kind of explanation or even just getting this episode in season two, maybe even the first episode. We'll see. Also, I think the art style could use a bit of tweaking as well. It feels a little choppy in some parts. Uh, I like the premise that they look like the live action characters, but I feel like the art style is just a little goofy and a little too like creepy looking for my tastes personally. I feel like if they had made it a bit more fleshed out animated wise it probably would have been a lot better maybe even something in the style of like the star wars series that we've gotten in animated form or even something like the cartoons they've been putting out for years and years like please i, I don't know why we got something like this when we could have something like the spectacular spider-man or the avengers earth's mightiest heroes art style secret invasion is going to be the first live action mcu series of the year and honestly when i heard there was going to be a show starring samuel l jackson as nick fury that fact alone got me hooked because I was like, man, I love this guy in the MCU. I think he's fantastic. I want more of him. I feel like we don't get enough of him. And now we're getting an entire series that stars him. So that's fine by me. Not only that, but Kobe Smolders is coming back as Maria Hill. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is back as Talos. Martin Freeman as Everett Ross is also in this. Not to mention Amelia Clark is coming in. She was in Solo, A Star Wars Story, and she was great in that movie. This is going to be great. I, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, this will probably end up being one of my favorite MCU shows thus far. At least I'm really hoping so. The trailer looks really promising. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just really hyped for this one. Loki Season 2 is also coming out, and Loki Season 1 was great. A little odd with some plot points in Episode 6 feeling like exposition, the movie... But I'm glad this one got a second season out of the ones released in 2021. Of course, despite the uh, animated stuff, not counting that. In regards to the live action shows, I'm glad it was Loki that's getting a season two and not something like WandaVision or the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like those are a very finite set of examples in regards to shows. I feel like those just work as miniseries and just leave them alone. I feel like Loki is a bit different. You can do a lot more with what you're covering in Loki because it's so different from everything else we've seen before, especially with season one ending on the cliffhanger that it does. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going on with these guys because uh, the way it ends, it's like, oh, what the fuck do we do now? Uh, and even leading into Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in this show. We're getting Ant-Man Quantumania before that, so... Uh, I guess we'll have to see what goes down. Ironheart is also coming out this year uh, with her being introduced in Black Panther 2. I'd like to learn a lot more about her. Uh, she's kind of thrusted into the chaos and they explain a lot about her, but I'd love to see how that all went down in regards to 
the reason she loves doing all of this and you know her being inspired by tony stark i want to know like because it's because it's basically stark tech technology that she's using and you know it makes you wonder like why does she like tony stark so much what what's the what's the goal here what's the premise uh will it tie into armor wars because now that armor wars is a movie instead of a series what what's gonna happen there i guess we'll have to find out when this show releases uh i'm honestly really excited for it black panther 2 got me really hyped i didn't really know what to think about the character because i knew nothing about her especially since she's a newer character and i'm not really a comic reader so i honestly had no clue who she was but yeah this gets me pretty excited and uh, i can't wait to see what they do uh, with this character moving forward because seems like she has a lot of potential also x-men 97 is coming out this year which is a sort of continuation i guess from the 90s x-men animated series uh which i have actually started watching pretty recently and i do plan on finishing it this year so you might see a podcast about that we'll just have to wait and see how i feel about the show as a whole uh by the end uh i believe there's like at least like five seasons so there's a lot of material so uh, I'm probably not going to do one season per episode like I'm doing with Breaking Bad. I'll probably just put it all in one. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm honestly really hyped for this show. Uh, I love the X-Men in regards to the movies as well as the TV shows I watched growing up. I didn't really watch the 90s X-Men cartoon very much because it was never on syndication when I was watching TV. But I've heard great things. Lots of people love this show. And of course, I guess they love it enough for Marvel to be like, all right, let's bring it back. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'd love to see how it ties into the MCU because apparently, you know, this is it's under the Marvel Studios brand. So it's like, oh, like, does this mean it's like connecting these versions of the characters to the MCU? Like, what's what's going on there? I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And finally, in regards to series, we have the Knuckles series releasing on Paramount Plus this year, which is a spinoff from the Sonic movie franchise that has now become a thing in the last couple years. With Sonic movies being the success that they have been, I guess it's given Paramount enough hope in a separate series based on a character from the movies. And of course, Knuckles being my favorite Sonic character, I'm really excited to see what they will do with his character in this show. How will they expand on the lore of this character? Will we learn a lot more about him? Will it be stuff uh, in regards to his past, or will it be other little mundane things? Will Sonic and Tails show up in the show? Will other Sonic characters show up in the show? Maybe even characters like Takal, or Knuckles' family, or something like that. I know I'm digging pretty deep, but, I mean, if they have enough faith to make this into a show, they might as well go all out. And yeah, that's it for my thoughts on some upcoming shows, some shows I'm anticipating. Now, in regards to movies, uh, there are quite a bit here. I'm going to kind of rapid fire a couple of them really quick because while I am excited to check out these movies, uh, there's going to be a lot of them that I'm not going to check out immediately uh, for one reason or another. Some of them are a part of franchises that I haven't delved into yet. Uh, so I do plan on watching a couple franchise movies uh, pretty soon. So uh, one of them being the new Mission Impossible movie that's coming out. Uh, I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie and this is number seven, I think. So uh, I have a lot of homework to do, and before I go see this movie, I think it comes out in, like, June or July, so uh, I have a bit of time to watch these movies, and I do have the Blu-rays uh, on deck, so I will be ready when they do come around. Some other movies, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, I have not seen any Transformers movies, so that's why this one's at the bottom. 
Uh, also, a couple other movies. Wish. This is uh, Disney's new animated film that's going to celebrate 100 years of the studio. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I have not seen the first Aquaman, and I didn't really like the Justice League movie. So uh, that's why this one's at the bottom, because I don't really have much anticipation going into it. I just know it's coming out. I thought I would throw it in there. Uh, the Haunted Mansion remake or adaptation that's coming out that has like a really star-studded cast. There's a bunch of people in this movie. Rosaria Dawson, uh, Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Jared Leto, Jamie Lee Curtis, Winona Ryder, Dan Levy. Like there, there's a lot of people in this movie. And I'm I'm really hyped for it because of that. Uh, I've never seen the Eddie Murphy movie, but I haven't heard great things. So um, I, I hope this one's better. I'm sure it will be. It seems like a pretty promising cast. The new Flash movie is set to come out this year. And uh, I'm a little nervous about this movie because of all the stuff that's gone on with Ezra Miller. But even besides that, there have been tons of reshoots and lots of confusion in regards to which actors are staying on and which ones aren't in regards to DC with the figureheads of DC uh, changing so much. And now with James Gunn running the show, it's kind of confusing as to who's also going to be staying because now we had Henry Cavill come in and now he's not going to be Superman anymore. Uh, not to mention Michael Keaton Batman was also going to be in a Batgirl movie that got canceled for HBO Max. So what exactly are we doing here? I'm not really sure, but I'm hyped. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the movie's going to be good. I, I mean, I hope it is. I, I have faith, of course, but uh, DC movies have been kind of hit or miss um, in regards to the, the DCEU stuff. I will say the Batman and Joker movies are great. But those are standalone. I think that's why they're so great, honestly. But anyway, who knows? Uh, the Flash could be great. It could be bad. I don't really know. Uh, maybe I'll go see it when it comes out in theaters or I'll wait for a streaming. I'm not really sure. There's also a new Exorcist movie coming out this year. Uh, but it's actually funny because uh, it's being made by Blumhouse, who just finished up their Halloween trilogy of movies. And they've got David Gordon Green directing this new trilogy as well. It's going to be three new movies that tie into the original Exorcist and retcon all of the sequels that we got. And I've never seen any of the uh, Exorcist sequels. I've only seen the original. So uh, this one looks like it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, you know, if it's going in the same route as Halloween where they retcon all the sequels, I, I think we're in for something pretty interesting. We can start fresh and have a nice clean slate. Can't wait to see what they do. There's also a new Ninja Turtles animated movie coming out. Uh, being produced by Seth Rogen, which is pretty cool. I also have Scream 6 on this list. Uh, I was going to watch all of the Scream movies leading up to the new one that came out last year. I got as far as the first two movies and then just kind of got distracted with life and never went back to them. Uh, but I do plan on watching those this year leading up to the new one. This one is supposedly pretty different because it takes place in New York City and the mask is a bit more uh, dusted and all old looking and all sorts of stuff like that grimy looking and you got all these backgrounds of alleyways and graffiti and all that it has a real dark new york city vibe which i think is pretty interesting as far as i know they haven't really done that in a scream movie before so this one will be pretty enticing i can't wait to see what they do with it there's also a movie about a a, a bear that goes on some uh, white powdered sugar goes on a rampage it's like a horror comedy kind of thing um, I would say the actual uh, name of the substance, but this video would get demonetized. So I'm just going to call it White Powder Sugar Bear. Scott Sice, the guy from TikTok, is also in this movie, 
which I thought was pretty funny. I was like, wait, is that, is that him? And then I realized it was, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> so good for you, Scott. Congratulations on getting into a film. But uh, yeah, this one looks like a, like a funny concept. Uh, nice one to go with your friends or something. Maybe if you're under the influence or something like that, but uh, definitely something that I will be checking out within the year, maybe not in theaters, but probably on streaming or something like that. Uh, we shall see. Also, The Marvels is coming out. It's another MCU film. This is the sequel to Captain Marvel. This one I'm a lot more excited for going in, uh, especially with all the world building we've got in regards to Captain Marvel since her first movie, because we've not only had Endgame now, but we've also had but we've also had Monica Rambeau in WandaVision, as well as Miss Marvel getting her own show, which expands on the lore of Captain Marvel, and we're having these two characters in this new movie. I'm hoping that it's going to be a lot better than the first one, but because while I did kind of enjoy the first one, I feel like it was a little too mediocre, and then having her in Endgame, kind of shoehorning her in after that, I feel like there just wasn't enough buildup for the character. So I'm hoping now with this new movie, now that we've gotten some more stuff about her, uh, maybe this one will will feel like a lot better of a film. At least I'm, I'm hoping so. Also, new Pixar movie, Elemental, looks pretty cool. Uh, it's about these two elements that are in love, but they can't touch. It seems like a nice, wholesome film, and I can't wait to see it. We're also getting a Wonka film this year, which is a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, he's being played by Timothy Chalamet. Uh, I, I don't know who asked for this movie, but I like the idea of a young Willy Wonka. I think that's a cool concept, especially if it's based on the Willy Wonka that we got in the 70s with Gene Wilder. I don't really know exactly what you can do. Like, is it about him making the chocolate factory and finding the Oompa Loompas? Like, I, I don't know what's going on there. But, I mean, hey, Hollywood does what Hollywood does. And I'm sure it'll make a lot of money. Fast X is also coming out this year. Uh, I became a Fast and Furious fan within the last two years, watching pretty much all of the movies back to back. Uh, Fast Five is probably my favorite out of all of them just because of how ridiculous that movie is with the bank vault flying down the, the parkway in the car chase scene. Like that, like that shit's ridiculous. And then F9 took things even crazier when they actually went into the meme and like brought these motherfuckers into space. Like we all thought that was a joke, but then they actually did it. This new movie, I'm not really sure how to feel about it, uh, especially since now we're hearing that Gal Gadot is back which doesn't make any sense because she died. Uh, and they already brought back Han in uh, the last movie. So now it's like, oh, now they're just bringing back everybody. Uh, and, and still no Dwayne The Rock Johnson, though. You know, the egos and all that. But I'm really excited for this movie. Or I, I, I'm going to try and be. Like, I'm going to go see it, but like I'm not like, oh, I'm really hyped for the new Fast and Furious movie. I only have this Fast and Furious 9 poster up in my room because it was from a local movie theater that my friend was the manager of up until it closed down. And that was like the one poster they had at the time that I was like, okay, I want that. There were no Black Widow posters. So I had to, I had to live with that one. But I was like, you know what? That's fine. Fast and Furious is absolutely ridiculous. I had a blast watching it in the theater. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my thoughts Look, going into uh, Fast X. John Wick Chapter 4 is also coming out this year. I only more recently watched the trilogy of John Wick, and I do plan on watching them again leading up to the fourth movie because I just want to see that world again. As crazy as it is, as psychotic as it is with all these people just fucking killing each other in cold blood and, like, no one seems to really bat an eye, that's 
That's pretty crazy. All because some motherfuckers killed this guy's dog. But you know what? It's it's crazy action, and I love crazy action, so I'll, I'll take it. Keanu Reeves is badass as an actor, and uh, I love these movies. I honestly am really hyped for this new one. Also, Shazam! Fury of the Gods is coming out this year, and I was a pretty big fan of the first Shazam! movie. It's probably one of the better movies of the DCEU, and uh, because of that, I'm naturally pretty hyped for the sequel. Uh, I hope it's good. Not much I have really going in. In regards to anticipation, I just I just want to see this again. I I want to see these care. I just want to see these characters again and uh, see them grow and all that. Especially since they're little kids in adult bodies, I think that's pretty funny, uh, especially with the way they pull it off. And yeah, it's a it's, it's a good time. So uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on Shazam: Fury of the Gods. It's another movie that is coming out this year. Also, Ghostbusters: Afterlife is getting a sequel. I loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. I watched the first two Ghostbusters movies for the very first time right before watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I did not really like those movies that much uh, in regards to just their presentation. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if I grew up watching them, I feel like I would have enjoyed them more. Um, I, I just feel like it's a lot of Bill Murray being a piece of shit, and I didn't really like that. It was pretty distracting. Uh, they were a little goofy, and that's really it. But uh, this new Ghostbusters that came out in 2021, it's pretty great. I think it combines, you know, you know, it pays homage to the old actors and all sorts of stuff like that. But it looks like this new one, they're reopening the firehouse and opening up for business again. I'm really excited to see what they do with it uh, now that they've expanded back into the roots uh, completely with, uh, with this new film. Uh, I'm really excited to see what they do. A new Indiana Jones movie is also coming out this year. Geez, this year's filled with tons of sequels and revivals that have been highly anticipated. Uh, you know, the, these movies just keep getting delayed, and now it's like, oh wow, like we're finally, we're finally here. Now it's just year of the sequels at this point. Uh, but it's all right. Indiana Jones Five: The Dial of Destiny. Uh, the trailer looks pretty promising. There were a couple parts that looked a little strange. Not gonna lie, but the de aging looks really great. Um, I think they did a pretty great job with it. Uh, I just hope that they can perfect it a bit more because there was this one shot in the trailer that I just was not really a fan of. I thought it looked really silly, but the movie does look really promising. Uh, James Mangold, I have a lot of faith in. He directed Logan as well as Ford v. Ferrari, and he's done a great job uh, with those films as well as everything else he's put out. So, you know, now that he's been given the keys to Indiana Jones, I'd love to see what he will do with this franchise. And now that it seems like this will actually be Harrison Ford's final film in this franchise, uh, who, who knows? We'll, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. I'm, I'm sure it'll be great, though. And a freaking Blue Beetle movie is coming out this year. Oh, my goodness. This movie looks crazy. The costume looks absolutely crazy from the set photos we've seen. And freaking George Lopez is in there as his dad. That sold me on the movie alone. I was like, all right. Uh, you get, you're making a movie about Blue Beetle, who I loved in Batman the Brave and the Bold, and George Lopez is his father. P fucking perfect. Sign me up. This is going to be incredible. I don't care. I'm, I'm so glad that they bumped this up to put it in theaters because originally it was supposed to be on HBO Max exclusively. Now it's getting a theatrical budget, and it's going to look awesome. And I'm, I'm really excited. I loved Blue Beetle in Batman the Brave and the Bold. I think, I think he was one of my favorite uh, sidekick team-up heroes that batman teamed up with from time to time uh I'm, I'm sure they'll do a great job with this movie i really hope they do 
so that way we can get more things like a static shock movie that would be pretty cool next up is uh the barbie movie which we just recently got the first trailer for uh it was like a bit of a parody of 2001 a space odyssey uh this movie looks crazy uh it seems like it's more centered towards adults which i think is fine especially since i'm an adult now so it appeals to me as well as my mom it's got a crazy cast of Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling as Barbie and Ken, not to mention Will Ferrell as a as a toy company CEO, just just doing stuff. Uh, America Ferreira's in the movie, Simu Liu, Kate McKinnon, uh, freaking Michael Sarah is in this movie. Like like what? Like this this is gonna this is gonna be a crazy movie. Like I don't know what else you could ask for with this. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is also coming out. This is going to be the first of the MCU movies this year. Uh, I have been a pretty big fan of the first two Ant-Man movies. They're not my favorites in the MCU, but they are still really great films. I think they're pretty underrated. I think people just hate on them too much. But this one seems like it's going to blow the first two out of the water in regards to the stakes because you're dealing with Kang the Conqueror, the guy who's supposed to be the big bad for this new saga. Like He's like the Thanos of this new mcu saga and wow like there, there's a lot going on we've got Catherine newton uh being cassie lang she's been uh recasted to Catherine newton and i loved her and freaky and detective pikachu so i'd love to see what they do uh with this character and Catherine newton's a great actress so i'm sure she'll do a fantastic job freaking bill murray is going to be in this movie like like what that's that's crazy like i don't even know what to think about that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is also coming out this year. It's going to be pretty much a conclusion to a lot of the characters that are in uh, this little team that we've grown to love the last nearly 10 years. Next year, it'll be 10 years since the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out. I know I just blew your mind. We're going to learn about Rocket Raccoon's origin. We're going to see a conclusion to Drax, it seems like, because Dave Bautista has said this is his final Marvel movie. We're getting Gamora back. This is going to be crazy. I, I can't wait for this movie. I've never been more hyped for a Guardians movie. Now that I've seen the first two in full and I've appreciated their existence, especially with Infinity War and Endgame and Thor Love and Thunder uh, and the Guardians holiday special was great too. This is going to be a blast. I'm The first trailer looks amazing. I love the aesthetic of the film. It's a lot more bright than the first two, I feel like. And yeah, that's... That's what's going on with this uh, this new film. I'm really excited for it, and uh, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be fantastic. The Super Mario Brothers movie is coming out this year. Whoa, it never ends. There's just tons of tons of movies coming out. This one I was really scared about, naturally, because of the fact that Nintendo's never really delved into movies in regards to actually doing it themselves. And with Chris Pratt playing Mario, it's like, oh, God, like, what, what are they going to do with that? But, I mean, the, besides all that, the movie looks phenomenal. Like, it's a, it's way more enticing than I would have ever expected. And it looks like they're really going all out with it. Charlie Day is Luigi. Anya Taylor-Joy is Peach. Jack Black is Bowser. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. This movie is going to be absolutely crazy. And you know damn well I will be doing a full spoiler discussion on this podcast when the movie drops in april so stay tuned it's going to be amazing i'm really hoping they pull it off with this movie 
I'm really scared, but also really optimistic. It's a heavy mix of both, but I feel like we're in good hands. From what we've seen so far, it doesn't look like absolute shit. So honestly, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for this movie. I hope it's good. My second most anticipated movie of the year is Creed 3. My mom really put me on to the Rocky movies growing up, and we've seen both of the Creed films together in theaters, and we are absolutely going to do the same for Creed 3. Uh, I'm really excited for this movie. It seems like it's going to have really high stakes in regards to, uh, you know, it's it's a bit of a different story. It's got a bit of a Rocky Five vibe in regards to uh, Adonis trains up a boxer and then the boxer goes on to, you know, do his own shit and like forget about where he came from. And uh, there's also a lot of parallels in regards to like, oh, you know, they they got locked up together. And now that he's out, he wants to you know be famous with Adonis. But, you know, he doesn't have the greatest intentions, not to mention it's Jonathan Majors. And a month prior, he's going to be in Ant-Man 3. That man's got a lot going on in regards to his resume. And I, I could not be more proud of the man. This is also going to be the first Rocky movie without Rocky in it. So that's pretty interesting. I know there were a couple of behind-the-scenes mishaps in regards to Stallone not getting along with one of the showrunners for the film. Michael B. Jordan is also going to be in the director's chair for this movie, which is a first for him. He's never directed a film before, so I'm really excited to see how this film turns out. I'm sure it's great. The trailers look really crazy, and yeah, I'm just really hyped. I've been a Creed fan for both of the films. I really enjoyed them. I think they're a nice, refreshing take on the Rocky franchise. And I just really want to see how this goes. I'm really excited for Creed 3. And finally, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I love the first Spider-Verse movie. I think it's one of the greatest animated films to come out in the last half a decade or even a full decade at this point. Now it's going to be coming on five years since that movie came out by the end of this year. Uh, Dude, Spider-Verse is amazing and now we're getting a sequel that's going to explore the entire spider-verse basically there's already tons of cameos that we've seen in the trailers uh lots of world building uh even i uh, was in ps4 spider-man is going to be in it with like spectacular spider-man all sorts of different spider-mans are going to pop up there's this feud between miles and spider-man 2099 like that shit looks really interesting and with the way things ended with the post credit scene in the first film I'm really excited to see what is at stake with this film. Like, I'm, I'm really amped. Uh, the villain spot looks really enticing, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just all hyped for this movie. I love the first Spider Verse movie. I think it's phenomenal, and I'm, I'm hoping this one blows it out of the water too. And with that, that is my most anticipated entertainment projects of the year 2023. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot that I missed. But that's okay. That's why I'll cover it as the year goes on. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, also, if you're listening on audio platforms, if you're on like Spotify, I also have a Q&A section. You can uh, interact with the podcast. So let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know in the comments as well what you guys are looking forward to this year. I know there's a lot of new movies, music, shows, and games, and all sorts of other stuff happening uh, this year. So let me know what you are most excited for uh, in the comments below. Uh, but with that said, thank you all so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Take it easy. Peace.